So next time I will go through the sadhana, but uh, I want to just guide the practice in a simple way now, without reciting the mantra. We will do that next time after I can, after I explain the mantra a bit. So we will start with reconnecting with the body and breath, and then there will be the part which is called front generation. And this is the part of the sadhana where out of your awareness and the space in front of you manifests Tara. So for that we also need to learn a bit of the learn a bit the iconography of Tara, like how she looks like and what what the different gestures she, she makes and what she wears and the color and, and all of that. So we have to look into that. And uh, throughout the practice we need to familiarize ourselves a bit with that image. Yeah. So that's front generation. And then Tara dissolves back into awareness and then is the part of the practice which is called self-generation. And I will say something about this uh, also after the meditation. But self-generation is the moment in the sadhana where you connect with the Tara within, with, with the Goddess within. So you connect with your true self. So you you dissolve, and actually in this uh, in this uh, dissolving of the front generation and then arising uh, or connecting with the Tara within. the narrative self is supposed to dissolve. So actually, if we would go deeper into this process, we would go through the eight dissolutions of the death process. Because that, that's exactly what is going to happen. Everything which you think you are will dissolve in the death process. So in the tantric sadhana, we go through this process consciously, dissolving the identification with the narrative self and connecting with the Buddha within. So that might not make much sense right now, but uh, throughout the next few months we will explore this process a bit more. We just play around. So nothing particular needs to happen. You know, it's just a curiosity, just following the instructions, and then you, know, you just see what happens. So let's take some time to slide back into present moment awareness. So if you adjust your posture a bit, sitting with a bit 
you know, so sitting with a certain kind of dignity, yeah, so like you know, sitting like a goddess, you know, like a queen, and taking your space, yeah, like confidently, just so this is this is my space. I have the right to be here. And then you want to close your eyes, you can do that. And just take your time to shift away from the conversations of the break into, the, into your body, into the spacious aliveness of your body. And again, if it helps you, you can lightly slide on the in-breaths and with the out-breath softening, opening, letting go. Allowing the inner dialogue to drift into the background. Dissolving the mental image of the body. And being aware of the flow of your energies or where you are stuck. And you just let that be. The moment of doing nothing. Turning and resting. So now in, in, your, in the space of your awareness, like in a dream, in the space in front of you, manifests Tara, the Great Mother, the Goddess. She's sitting in a lotus, radiant, blissful, happy, in a loving gaze. And this is like the morning sun, the rising morning sun after a night of terror. And you are just sitting in the morning sun, warming. Warming in the loving gaze of the Great Mother. And you sit there with your whole body from the toes to the top of your head. And 
don't force yourself to have a certain experience. Just allow these images and these symbols, these words, into your space. With the presence of Tara comes the presence of the Dalai Lama and the Kamapa and any other masters and mentors you have. And they all look through her eyes upon you. There's a scent in the air of loving kindness, like roses. She's alive. Like an angel. You hear her moving. Maybe she even says something. And you feel her presence. You don't need to have a stable mental image. It's more the experience of essence love, of unconditional love. And you make yourself vulnerable, naked. She looks right into you. All your pretense and the defense of the narrative self, all the ways you hurt yourself and others, it's all there. And she just looks and loves. How does it feel to be seen, to be naked? And to experience only love. in every cell of your body, from the top to the soles of your feet. Every cell of your body opens like a flower. And then you rest. If there's something unsolved in your heart, just give it to her. particular there where you are hard with yourself, where you feel guilty, where you feel ashamed, where you feel tense. Just allow the sun of love and wisdom surrendering. Surrendering to the Great Mother, to the Goddess. And then you rest. There's nothing you need to do. This practice is devotional. It's a practice of surrendering. It's letting go of strategies, of a gender. Just trusting loving presence.
to sense of going down to your knees. And letting go. Giving up control. Giving up. And then Tara dissolves into that light, into that healing light. And her presence fills your whole body. The light streams into your body and fills your body completely. The mental image of your body dissolves. The narrative self becomes more transparent and you become aware of the goddess within, the great mother within, the Buddha within, the loving silence within. In particular, at the heart level, the sacred palace in the core of your being, and then from the heart, the loving kindness of Tara the loving-kindness of the Tara within, the Goddess within, starts to radiate into your whole body. And then through the pores of your body, into your surroundings, first here in this group and to the people online. From Goddess to Goddess, from Buddha to Buddha, Wisdom and compassion, joy, radiates out. The scent of loving-kindness radiates from your body. Become the source of loving-kindness in your life. Be the source. Be the source of unconditional love from the Buddha within, from the Tara within. And then you radiate it into your relationships, to your parents, to your lover, to your children, to your pets, to your friends. And feel how 
Only love comes through the way you look at people, the way you talk to people, the way you move, the way you eat. You are in the center of the mandala of your life, as Tara, as the goddess, radiating loving-kindness into your past, into your presence, and into your future. And everything is a display of you as Tara. Tara within, reveal yourself, show your face, I'm ready, I know that you are there, always. And towards the end of this short practice, we remind ourselves that the Tara within is always present, is always available in daily life. It's just a matter of recognizing her. It's just a matter of looking through her eyes into the world and at yourself. It's just a matter of touching others as Tara, talking to others as Tara. You are Tara, you are the goddess. So this is the basic structure of every tantric sadhana. And we will do this again and again. And then combining it also with a mantra.
So just a few words about tantric, uh, the, the structure of the tantric teachings. In uh, Tibetan Buddhism, they have four levels of tantric practice. And the first level is what is called Kriya Yoga. Kriya can be translated as action, so that's action tantra. And the level of practice we are doing in this course is on that level, on action tantra, on Kriya Yoga tantra. And it's called action tantra because on that level of tantric practice, we do a lot. We assume a certain posture, we might even dress up as Tara uh, in, in, in this kind of practice. We, uh, we, we eat certain food, uh, we recite the mantra. So it's like, uh, it's things we do. And uh, so this is usually the, the initial introduction into Tantra practice. And then there's two levels uh, which are not interesting because they hardly are practiced. And then the fourth level is the highest yoga tantra. Uh, And uh, Tara practice exists on the Kriya Yoga level, which we are practicing uh, the coming month. And it also exists on the highest yoga tantra level which then she is called Sita Matrita. So, in the Kriya Yoga practice, we have these two two aspects, which I mentioned, the front generation and the self generation. And we will do this again and again and explore this more. So the paradigm here is that Tara, the inner Buddha, is available. It's just a matter of making contact with the inner Buddha, with the inner goddess, and bringing her forth. And we're bringing Tara forth, we're allowing her to reveal herself, through a practice which is called taking the result of the path into the path. Getting there by being there. So usually, a lot of Buddhist practice is a gradual path, which is something like, yeah, you have a bit of a potential there, but you need to do this and this and this and this and this, and then in the future you will be there. In, in Buddhist heaven. So this is a, a big part of Buddhist practice, is following this gradual step-by-step lamrim, it's called in the Tibetan language, lamrim, the gradual path of awakening. So the, the tantric paradigm is very different. It says heaven is now. It's just a matter of recognizing that. You are already awakened, in a way. 
And we're bringing that awakened state, the, the Buddhahood within us, the goddess within us, into being by being it now. I would, I almost said imagining it, but that's not good enough. It's not just imagining. It's not that just, yeah, now I pretend I'm Tara. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a bit more that. It is in that moment really to be it. And I mean, in a way, we all have a bit of a tantric practice already. It looks something like that. You wake up in the morning and you say the mantra, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Nobody loves me. I'm really fucked. I'm screwed up. Look what I did with my life. I wasted my life. And for sure this day will be just horrible. Yeah? And it works. <laughs> That's what you manifest. That's what you call for. And it has to do with the way you talk. It has to do with, with the way you hold your body. It has the, a way it has to do with what you eat. It has, it has to do with what you consume, what kind of shit we put into our mind. Uh, so we, and, and then that, that I am not good enough I, which is completely constructed, of course, completely. I mean, even other people see it, that that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, that you're not, not as fucked up as you think you are. Other people see that, at least you know people who are in connection with their own resources. They see it in you. So we're using that that uh, uh, that um, that process, which we are very successful in so far. Uh, but we construct, we bring forth the best in us by walking in Tara's feet. So that also means we assume the posture of Tara. We move like her. We dress like her. We talk like she would. We look at us and others like Tara would. And, in, and with that, she, she starts to come forth. Yeah? She... She, she's just. We start to, we start to act less from the, from the prison of the narrative self, and more and more, from, the Buddha within. So, in order to. I think tonight there will be no uh, time for questions. So uh, you can ask questions in the Facebook group. Um, it's also because I always need to warm up a bit uh, with a new group. Yeah, so that's why I just... <laughs> <laughs>
But uh, uh, so next time there will I will be more relaxed, and then then in the second part there will be time for question. But you are very welcome to make comments and questions in the Facebook group. Um, so, in order to kind of traditionally, officially enter tantric practice, you need to have an initiation into tantric practice from a qualified tantric master. And at one point we can talk a bit about that. Yeah? So, in a way, this is a bit of preparation for that discourse. Um, but also there is aspects of tantric practice uh, which are helpful anyway so even if you never plan to join the club and you know become a student of a qualified tantric master and doing the whole Tibetan trip I, I feel, and I'm not the only one, that, that there's benefits uh, on that level of practicing this Kriya Yoga Tantra um, without uh, getting into the commitments and, and so on and so on and, and the initiation and, and the bond to a qualified Tantric Master. There's one thing which is a bit uh, difficult for me, and that is uh, within the tradition, you suppose you you become you get the em empowerment or you get the um, oh, what's the English word? You get the. You're allowed. Um, that was not the word I. But you are. You you get the permission. Yeah. So you get the permission for self-generation. So it's a kind of protective uh, vow you take within tantric practice that you don't share the practice of self-generation. One reason for that is this practice is the most precious. I mean, if we would know how precious it is, tonight we would be more happy than having won 10 million euros in the lotto. lotto in, in the, in the lotto. <laughs> yeah? So it is very, very precious. It's almost impossible to get here, to this moment, in all universes. So, it's a pity if people just play a little with it. I try this, you know, I try that, and I try this, and I do a bit shamanistic that, and this and that. Now I do a bit of tantric self-generation, yeah? And, yeah. Uh, because then it's not going to work, obviously. It's not something to kind of play a little and then, okay, what's next? Yeah, this is not powerful enough or something like that. 
So, in order to uh, protect the sacredness of this practice, and also in order to make sure that the people who practice self-generation are really in it for life, not only this life, but beyond, the, the tradition protects that, so that the people who get to the practice of self-generation are really committed. Yeah. So that's why I need to find a bit of a way around this. Uh, so I'm not going to say, you arise as Tara, and now you are green in color, and things like that. Yeah? Uh, because I'm not supposed to do that. So and I honor that. But what I can say is, for example, there's a Tara in your heart. And from there, and that's the goddess within. And from there, imagine to look at to look at yourself and others with the eyes of Tara. Yeah, it's it's a kind of a bit of a bending there, but uh, you know, so I'm not inviting you into self-generation. Yeah, uh, I'm inviting you to uh, connect with the Tara within and looking through her eyes. Yeah. So I'm just trying to avoid to, uh, to be hit by the Dharma protectors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but what, what makes sense for me in this uh, protection is this, uh, is this, um, is this, there is the kind of danger that that this becomes just like one of the many self-help methods people use, and, and then they move on and do something else. Yeah. And, and this, is, this would be very, very sad yeah. if, if, if this practice kind of doesn't work or that it doesn't give immediate results, and then people move on. Because in the moving on, that means they go into another direction than... Uh, the tantric practice. So that makes sense for me. But what I said before is, is also true for me, that there's aspects within tantric practice which I think are helpful anyway, even if you never enter the Vajrayana. And entering the Vajrayana would mean to create a healthy bond to a tantric master and receive initiations into the practice. And that could be in 10 years, it could be next life. In the Tantrayana propaganda, it is said that that's the only way. At one point, we are to really bring forth our potential we need to practice on the highest yoga tantra level. So I have received the initiation into Kriya Yoga Tantra from His Holiness the Dalai Lama, from Lama Sopa a few times, and from uh, one of the gurus of Lama Sopa, Shodhana uh, Rinpoche. And I have also done the, you know, the 
the first, uh, you know, the, the retreats uh, where you deepen your bond to Tara, like um, Tara retreats. I have done a few of them. Um, so, and my main teacher is Lama Sopa, so that's, uh, that's my, the, the main source of my inspiration. Okay, so I think we meet again in two weeks. So what I would uh, suggest, I mean, I'm aware that most of you are not going to do a daily Tara practice. It's sad, but it's just a fact. Yeah? And for me, there's enough reason here for, for, to be here for one person who might do it. And that's fine for me. Uh, so I'm aware that for some of you, it will be the Tara practice we're doing here, and that's it. Okay? And that's beneficial. It's good. That's good enough. Uh, because um, these practices, they are, they work on a on a very very deep and ancient level. And um, it's good enough, uh, actually, if in this precious human life we make some connection with tantric practice, some inspiration, some 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 hook, yeah. Like the first hook is is done, yeah. Which which at one point in your lo- in your long career uh, uh, will bring you back to this. To this, and actually, from the from the uh, from the tantric teachings, from the traditional teachings, that already has happened. Otherwise, why the heck in Malmo, of all places, twenty-five people come together to do this strange thing? I mean, why? So there must be some something in you. Some some. So, some, someone, somewhere, maybe, I don't know how many years ago, many, many years, uh, had, or, had hooked you already. Yeah. I, I'm not saying I, I believe all that stuff. Yeah, It's just nice stories to tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, for the next two weeks, uh, I will uh, post some things about the three principles so we can contemplate them a little. And then uh, try to make, your f- make yourself already familiar with the image of Tara. So I posted three images in the Facebook group. So we will, uh, we will practice green Tara, white Tara, and red Tara. So Tara, there's different Taras for different uh, kind of... Uh, energies of the feminine awakened state yeah and there's actually 21 yeah 21 taras and i choose these three and uh, green tara is is symbolizing the 
like the more active, feminine, compassionate, yeah, the more active. That's why she is having her right foot stretched out, so she can jump as soon as someone needs help. She's ready, like a mother. Yeah? I mean, a mother never really sleeps deeply, because as soon as there's some noise, she is just there. Yeah? Whereas the father might, uh, <laughs> might be a bit immune. <laughs> so, busy meditating, and I mean, if uh, you look the Buddha, I mean, he needs much too long to get his feet out of the way. And, and, uh, so that's, and then the white Tara, she is, uh, she is uh, connected with healing, with long life. And then the red Tara is connected with uh, the compassionate wrath. So she is like, you know, I, I used, I, I posted a very peaceful image of her, yeah? Uh, but there's other images, Kurukula is, is her name in that aspect, where she is like with swords and flames and trampling on men and, and balance of skulls around and, yeah, so... The, so that's also an important energy to connect with. Yeah? So we will uh, we will use the three images of Tara and you know, become a bit familiar. And um, I might uh, post some information of the iconography so we can start to become a bit familiar with these images. And it's also good if you Google you know, Tara, Red Tara, White Tara, uh, and then you look for images which speak to you. Yeah, there's many many images out there, and and it's very good to have uh, physical images in your house. Yeah, so if you have a printer, or maybe in the <laughs> next few weeks you come across a Tara statue or a Tara Tanka or something like that in a shop, like in a kind of, then just get it. Yeah, and then uh, uh, then. Uh, then we can use the presence of uh, uh, physical symbols, which are important. Yeah. So I mean, you can also put McDonald's signs into your room. Yeah, and this will do something with you. Uh, and if if you if you to, if you put uh, uh, images of awakened state around you, and you connect with them on a daily basis, that that will do something with your psyche. Yeah. And then also, I posted one uh, one track uh, that's uh, uh, linked to Spotify uh, uh, about the Tara mantra, yeah. And these three Taras they have three different, slightly different mantras, and we will start with the green Tara. So if you like, you can just you know listen and and also search whatever you use, uh, you know, if you, on YouTube or whatever. Just look at different. Tunes and yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of stuff out there, and maybe you find something which speaks to you, maybe very slow or a bit more rhythm in it, and and then you can start to sing along, so you become familiar with the mantra. Yeah? And I will talk about mantra next time. Yeah, and then. You can also already look at the sadhana. I posted it in the group. Maybe you want to print it out, so you have it. But it's not necessary. 
uh, I will make a recording of the meditation uh, where where you know which you can listen to uh, in case you want to reconnect with this practice every day. It will take about 20 minutes or something. Uh, and then you can listen to that. But for some people it's also nice to like have a text with a prayer and you know where the structure is given. So you can you can try out what what makes uh, what makes sense to you.